So, welcome to episode 18 of season (laughs) 2. If you just joined, this is Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. And I'm joined by the ever so lovely Robin at a tired witch on Instagram. (laughs) Are you trying to flatter me this? I was going to say this morning, but it's not morning. This evening? This afternoon? (laughs) Oh, no. Today feels like a giant morning. Let's just call it a Monday morning. I know it's Wednesday, but it is a Monday morning. (laughs) I got a case in the Mondays. (laughs) <laughs> I hate oh, that. <laughs> oh, so good morning then everyone. <laughs> <laughs> If you've just joined us this week, every single week we talk about the upcoming lunar phases and how we can sort of utilize them for our magical practices. Once again, as I say now every episode, this is not an astrological forecast based off of your own, you know, natal chart. This is just the lunar phase and how we can use it. So that being Mm -hmm. said, on October 20th, we are looking at the full moon in Aries. Um, Aries moons in general, whether they're full or new, are an incredibly fiery moon. It's a cardinal, uh, cardinal phase or phase. (laughs) What's up, guys? (laughs) Words are hard. Uh, (laughs) It's a cardinal astrological sign. And because of that, the fiery, you know, elemental notion of it is incredibly uh, powerful. So. Mm-hmm. That being said, we are going to look at doing magic that is addressing our subconscious fears. We are looking at um, using magic that helps us kind of unearth our unconscious, our subconsciousness, and bringing it forward. This is a bad bitch moon okay uh aries in general are known for being uh the center of attention much like a leo um listen bitch am i wrong am i wrong yeah that's what i thought (laughs) oh my god says the girl who's out here fucking photoshopping herself floating above a candle is gonna tell me she doesn't like attention okay anyway artistic I am an artist. Right, 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 right. Nobody believes that, Maria. Anyway, I mean, you are an artist, but nobody believes that that's why. The positive or less egotistical side of this moon is that the fears and um, kind of bad bitch energy that we are pulling from this moon, we are meeting it Mm -hmm. with courage and with compassion. Because even though Aries are really just center of attention whores, okay? Show me an Aries that isn't. Um, They are also some of the nicest. They are the nicest and the most compassionate and the most courageous of all of the signs. So we're going to hone in that energy and we're looking at kind of addressing our fears and and doing so as with boldness (laughs) and Mm -hmm. being kind to yourself because... It is really hard sometimes to be vulnerable. And if we're looking Mm -hmm. at magic, that kind of gives us a little confidence boost, a little Mm -hmm. 
maybe you need to be the center of attention for a little while because we all need that sometimes. This is the kind of magic that we're looking Mm -hmm. at. So hone in on that fiery bad bitch energy that comes with an Aries, okay? And regardless of your gender, anybody can be a bad bitch. That is a fact. And if you don't like it, well, then I guess you can fight me. I guess we're fighting. (laughs) I like how you, like, knocked us down and then lifted Aries right up. Listen, the entire... The whole pickup line thing, like, egotistical, but you're a bad bitch. Yeah, it's egotistical in, like, in a fun way. In a God-honoring way. (laughs) In a God-honoring way. Listen, every single... Every single... The zodiac sign has their problems, okay? And it's not my fault that the fire signs <laughs> like attention, okay? It's not my fault. <laughs> it's okay. You have Leo in your chart. We're fine. I have so much Leo in my chart. That is why I like attention, okay? Some of us in this room are self-aware, Maria, okay? <laughs> uh, rude. <laughs> I am like the least cancer of all the cancers because the rest of my chart is just like, and here's some fire. You like attention. (laughs) Sprinkled with a little Aquarius. Because why not? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It should be fun, though. Enjoy it, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Go get that confidence. So, if you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the keywords and the universal meaning, and then our own interpretation of them. Hearing other people's opinions helps beginners form their own opinions, or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So, this week we're talking about the Seven of Cups reversed. When upright, this card shows seven cups full of different objects floating in clouds. The person on the card is turned towards them, looking at them in wonder. The reverse keywords of this card is blocked imagination, illusion, and confusion. Now, my personal interpretation of this card depends on the circumstance, like it does with most cards. But more (laughs) often times than not, it comes up during a reading when we are faced with a lot of crappy options and choices. But regardless, we have to pick the one that is the least horrible. Time is usually of the essence when this card pops up, upright and reversed. But Mm. um, not making a choice is a choice is a choice within itself and it's usually Mm -hmm. the worst action that we can take. So I highly (laughs) recommend going and making a decision while it's still available to you. Alternatively, when this card comes up, we are in a creative slump or even in a slump when it comes to figuring out what makes us happy. We are like exasperated by all of our terrible ideas and like recent failed conquests. And you just keep plugging away and hoping things turn around. When this is the case, I personally say to keep going, keep it up. Um, Keep trying new things. Even if they are terrible, just don't stick like don't stick with what you know, deep down won't work out in the end. 
because you never know if you'll miss out on something that does eventually work out in your favor. Um, so how do you beat this card, Robin Deer? <clears throat> um, for me, this card, very similar to like you said about it being very similar to its upright self. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it's taking the upright self and then um allowing it to kind well not allowing is the wrong word but it it becoming a place of just like washing over you to the point of being massively overwhelmed um you know how i've said before that i think the seven of cups is like the tinder of tarot cards (laughs) i remember that (laughs) so you you have when it's upright we're seeing all these different options and those options are a lot can be overwhelming and when we see it in reverse the overwhelming Mm -hmm. decision is putting us in kind of like you said in this position of not choosing because we are so overwhelmed it's kind of like um Mm -hmm. oh i'm trying to think of how to word this i for example have a really big move coming up and i have made myself lists and lists of all the things i need to do and i'm so Mm -hmm. overwhelmed with the idea of what i have to do that i'm just not doing anything (laughs) and that's this card (laughs) that's such a mood yeah it is just like being so overwhelmed like Mm -hmm. like it's just taking that upright and cranking it up to like one million for me um Mm -hmm. i i do agree with you 100 percent that it is very situational but it is to me this card just screams like being trapped or feeling trapped um and avoiding responsibility and issues because of being overwhelmed so your interpretation thanks mom (laughs) you're welcome dear (laughs) Uh, i'm sure a lot of people can relate to that though i know that like i'll see a huge Mm -hmm. list of things i have to do and i'm just like well that sounds like a lot so i'm gonna avoid it (laughs) (laughs) exactly and then when you have like all these awful choices to make and you're like i'd rather not yes bye <laughs> Pick the best one out of the worst ones. No thanks. I'm just literally. Not going to. Not, it's not for me, actually. Um, I yeah. thought about it. Gonna pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna let the spirits and energies just do as it may. Oh God. I'm, I'm I'm actually currently <laughs> manifesting all my bags to be packed on their own. I'm manifesting that for me. Just like it's Sabrina, the teenage witch. Love Not, that for you. Thank you. I'm just gonna snap my fingers and it will be done. And it's because I'm the Sabrina. Uh, could you imagine? Uh, I wish. Life would be so much easier. I literally oh, could so imagine, and I'm angry yeah. at the fact that that is <laughs> not what's happening. <laughs> so this week we're going to be talking about protection magic and protection work should be a cornerstone in every witch's practice honestly like not mm-hmm. only does it help protect us from let's say spirits but it also protects us from other people's energy including witches with like ill intent who throw around their energy with more purpose mm-hmm. but yeah 
Um, so. And also, this is a really good time for protection magic in terms of like 100% spiritual stuff as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I know that we've talked about this before with this time of year, a lot of people fall under the belief that the veil is thinning. And so, with that belief and with that understanding, you need to do protection magic to do things simply to keep wandering ghouls out (laughs) yeah and then also like during the colder months you know we're inviting more people into our home and more Mm -hmm. like energies into our home so having good protection wards up in that regard too is very important Yes. Um, and actually on the winter months, it's the darkest part mm-hmm. of the year. And with the darkest part of the year comes, unfortunately, a lot of mental health darkness um, as well. Mm-hmm. And so unfortunately, sometimes, whether people mean to or not, they accidentally kind of deflect that darkness in onto us, into our homes, etc., because they're struggling and they don't mean to. Um, mm-hmm. Similarly, it could be within our own homes. We kind of create this negative energy for ourselves because we're struggling. And so, yeah, protection magic mm-hmm. is so important. <laughs> mm-hmm. First, I think that we should talk about like cleansing, which is its yeah. own form of protection and should be done on a regular basis because it's a preventative yes. measure. Um, so like stagnant energy can make like bad or bad energy, negative energy stick around. So I try like every dark or new moon to clean up my home to the best of my abilities, because sometimes, you know, you have to be realistic. You're not going to be able to do like a total deep cleanse every, you know, every month, but, and I also smoke cleanse or you can't Maybe you're extra. I don't know. We don't know your life. Okay. Maybe you got the time. I know I don't. And Maria doesn't. (laughs) No. (laughs) But maybe you got the time. Okay. (laughs) This is why I have a child and a wife who will help me. (laughs) (laughs) But... You know, I don't wait, just wait around till like the darker new new moon to do it, though, especially, you know, depending on the time of year, like, as you said, it is the dark, you know, the darker time of the year. So um, or what's going on astrologically, like Mercury retrograde, I try Mm -hmm. to cleanse my home weekly. Um, But also, also cleansing objects i buy secondhand as soon as i bring them into my home is a printed preventative additional prevent preventable thing that i do i can speak i promise <laughs> talking but, is really hard today guys <laughs> it is oh my god so you know a spirit might not always be attached to an object but it can mm-hmm. still it i you bet it still holds residual energy you know it lingers. and i was yeah, and I was telling the Discord a few days ago that I also speak to my secondhand objects before I cleanse it, you know, telling any spirit that is hanging around it that they can stay if they promise to be friendly and mm-hmm. that, you know, I would love and cherish the object in question. But yeah, that. what do you do for I... like cleansing? I do a smoke cleansing in my house probably at least once a season. Um but I would mm-hmm. say it's probably closer to once a month, if not once every other month. Um, mm-hmm. But I add, and I actually just added an article about this, about uh, floor washes. I mm-hmm. make a floor wash. Um, and 
I so I'll make specifically like the devil be gone um, floor wash that I put in the article that I put on Patreon. I take mm-hmm. that and then I add it to a vinegar water mixture base for cleaning. Um, so the vinegar mm-hmm. and water is a cleaning product on its own, right? Yeah. Um, and then I mm-hmm. add a, like probably a tenth part um, <laughs> of the floor wash to it. And I mm-hmm. kind of use this mixture in my everyday, like whenever I mop, Um uh, mm-hmm. In our house, because it is so small, I'm able to like spray uh, and then mop as I go or I'll put it in like a mop bucket and do that. So I'm getting that kind of cleansing done, mm-hmm. um, you know, every third day at most. Um, so it is yeah, I do people- actually cleanse quite regularly, but it's very lazy mm-hmm. cleansing like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually, like in the book New World Witchery, they had mm-hmm. um, Corey mention how pine salt is actually has magical attributes and people use it magically in order to cleanse their space. And I thought that was super interesting. And I haven't heard that before. But um, but yeah, I do and remember then, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, someone in our discord, we were um, having a little discord hangout discussing new world witchery. And one of our discord members asked, you know, is a single cleansing thing an- enough to do? You know, like if you choose to do a floor wash, is that enough to be like, well, my house is cleansed because I do. A f- I did a floor wash. What What's your opinion on that? Um, yes and no. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's really dependent on like the entire situation that goes with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends. Like, let's say, for example, doing like a full like ritual smoke cleanse, right? Like, mm-hmm. when was the last time that you did that before using like the floor wash, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like it has a lot to do with like, for example, I use the, I do the lazy cleansing with the floor wash, right? I call mm-hmm. it lazy cleansing. It's not lazy, but I call it lazy cleansing. Um, you know, am I taking the time when I am doing that to think about the fact that I'm cleansing spiritually as well? Am I putting like positive thoughts in it? Am I focusing mm-hmm. on getting negative energy out? Like probably mm-hmm. not every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's, I mean, maybe everybody else does, but again, back to the lazy cleansing, my ass forgets sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I just do. And so with forgetting, that's not mm-hmm. going to be enough in my opinion. If you do a floor wash with like in real intention and it is like mindful and all that, then yeah, I believe it can mm-hmm. be enough. Yeah. I don't know. What um, do you think? I was, yeah, I was telling her that I'm extra. <laughs> That if I'm doing a day of cleansing, wearing the uh, shut up. (laughs) Okay, I'm extra. I am okay. But anyways, (laughs) if I'm gonna have like, if I'm gonna cleanse, I'm doing it all. Like I am doing the floor wash. I am cleaning Mm -hmm. the liminal spaces, like the door frames, the mirrors. And the threshold and, you know, and then I'm going to smoke cleanse. It's like, 
I'm going to hit every angle that I can. And I'm going to like even do my um, salt trick that I posted on Instagram um, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was like a month ago where I flick salt water on the four corners of my house. Um, but yeah, I, I, I personally, I go all in. I wouldn't feel comfortable only sticking with one thing. But also, I don't do a full cleansing every month. I do it when mm-hmm. I, like, you know, you know that feeling where you can feel yeah. your house is stuffy and everything is stagnant and you're like, oh, it, it's got, it's got to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so. I will say going off of the you saying that it needs to be, or not that it needs to be, but that you go extra. I do think that there mm-hmm. is 1000% a time, a place and a need for being over the top like that. And as much mm-hmm. as I'm making fun of Maria for using the word extra, I think we all <laughs> go a little bit extra from time to time and that's important and I, mm-hmm. I do it too I, I do an over the top cleanse like like she's describing like once or twice a year mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. So it's very, it's not often, but I like, I know this year, especially because we just had a baby and stuff like that. I did a whole protection and cleansing situation when my baby was about a week old and I was over the top with that like psycho shit. My husband was like, babe, you just had a kid. Like, why don't you go lay down? I was like, I, I must protect. <laughs> love that <laughs> you should have seen me it was like full on like postpartum mania like <laughs> probably something I should talk to a doctor about but I'm not going to so <laughs> I think we all like we all get that way just like I don't know just that instinct, to some degree like, you know kicks in yeah yeah but so how about wards what wards do you tend to do um, for wards, we have, oh, my husband's going to hear this. He's going to know about my wards. I have secret wards that I keep from him, <laughs> That now he's going to hear about it and be like, that's what the fuck that is? Uh, <laughs> so I have like certain little, uh, like home guardians and wards that I have throughout our house. Some of them are, mm-hmm. um, Uh, like figures that we have in our house that are particularly Mm. placed that become home guardians Um, and then I've got like little um, they're like clay um, they're not really I mean I guess they're kind of clay it's it's like a local dirt mud clay it's not really clay but it's kind of (laughs) clay Uh, mm-hmm. with sigils carved into them and I have them hidden underneath the house in various spots um, but mostly I definitely I know I've got one in each of the corners of the house underneath it mm-hmm. and then I have a couple others that are scattered that are like above like main or below main entryways so our house has got four doors despite it being a tiny home because mm-hmm. it's a school bus so I've got one underneath mm-hmm. each of those and then one underneath each of the corners of the home so mm-hmm. my words are a little over the top. Um, <laughs> but here we Nothing are. Nothing wrong with that. It's fine <laughs> and it's good actually. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's what I do. What about you? So I do my threshold mixture that, you know, I um, 
put um just like a different bunch of protective herbs and I spring it mm-hmm. on my threshold. Like and I even do it like all the entries in the house, like anything that anyone would walk through. Mm-hmm. And then uh I have a mirror above my altar that I charge to reflect energy and then also like bad gossiping and stuff like that. Um <laughs> Let's see what else I do. And then I do also have something on the four corners of my house. I do selenite. Mm-hmm. And then I also have selenite. Well, that's technically, it's just like a constant cleansing thing. I guess it's not really for protection per se, but. Kind of. It kind of is. I can see <laughs> yeah, the argument yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. And then I have, um, ab- I have uh, above my fireplace, I have a huge piece of selenite that continually you know like the hearth of the home is like an important Mm -hmm. piece of my house because that's where my family gathers around that's where we like watch movies together like you know on the weekends and stuff so Mm -hmm. and then what else do i do trying to think oh yeah and then i have a bottle that's by my front door that has like a bunch of protective um ingredients in it that i've buried and then I also, I hang up a few, I don't know, it changes throughout the season. Sometimes I'll have like a chase tree branch or I will mm-hmm. have holly. Um, I, I guess it go- kind of goes with the season, but it, everything <laughs> has like its own like protection, offers its own different type of protection for the season. Mm-hmm. And I change that out and I hang some by my front door. And also with my front door, I have bells I have a set of three bells. So like if anyone walks in, it automatically like cleanses the space and, um, and it also keeps bad negative energies at bay. But, and then I, on the right side of my door, I have a broom that's upside down to protect against, you know, um, unwanted intruders basically. So yeah. Also, you talking reminded me of a few things that I forgot to mention. I also do um, cascarilla powder, which is like the egg shell powder, which goes around the entire mm-hmm. border of the house. And then I do mm-hmm. have I have a home protection bottle as well that's underneath the front door. But it, that, mm-hmm. although it is a protection bottle, it's more for protecting, like just to keep like things happy and. You know, it, it is more of like an energy kind of thing, just like a like selenite. Like, yeah, it, it, the purpose yeah. of it is just to make sure that anybody who enters our home like brings like good energy and happiness, and their bullshit gets left at the door. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the idea. So it's not quite protection, yeah. but it is like <laughs> yeah. That's why I also on my fireplace I hang baby's breath for. Um, good communication and then also honeysuckle to like sweeten you know the house so that's cute that's such a cute correspondence like that makes sense but that's so cute thank you Um, I also have like honeysuckle growing in the back of my yard and I found out like it's supposed like if honeysuckle naturally grows in your backyard then Mm -hmm. it's a happy family like so I refuse even though (laughs) even though it's like ruining my fence it's pretty 
and it's staying okay <laughs> yeah my fence is literally crumbling to nothingness but it's pretty and it will stay there sure the homeowners association is gonna have a whirlwind with this one but they can physically they can't see my backyard is fine <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh. i think that in general um protection magic is really underutilized i think that accidentally a lot of people get into witchcraft and magic because you know they want to get their ex back or they want to get revenge and i'm not shading anybody for that because we've talked about that before like that is a very common reason mm-hmm. people get into magic like literally no shade or disrespect for that mm-hmm. um however uh if you you know are trying to do magic seriously uh i mm-hmm. be, beyond you know trying to do a love spell to get that person at school um to like you back or whatever <laughs> uh <laughs> protection magic should be the foundation that we all start with in my personal opinion yeah i i think you know if you don't have protection stuff up and you're already like flinging out your energy everywhere i mean that can be i don't know it it can come back and bite you um yeah from my experiences and then um i don't know like it really should be the cornerstone in every witch's practice like you should have some protective measures up before you do spell work i agree i totally Um, agree but what do you do for um one second (laughs) there we go um what do you do for like when you need protection immediately do you have like anything that you do like if you feel like your protection boards are not working and like energy has been thrown at you uh rephrase the question do you mean like am i out of the house and i feel like i need to deal oh, with no, something no, no, or no, no. am i home like let's say a spirit has entered your house or Ooh. you know someone it has like something against you and like all these right, things right, are right. starting to go wrong like things like that okay for me personally um i'm pretty basic when it comes to this sort of magic i have Mm -hmm. a collection of black like glass seven day candles and i whip Mm -hmm. that shit out immediately um you know i forgot about that that's something i always have up i have like a protection seven day candle going love that um i i get to it immediately i get i have like um paint pens for those and i will write yes. i'll get real fucking specific on them too like i do it too i write I'll it get, out write yeah it i write out. it out and i will get specific as fuck like i will be sat there going this is what i think is going on this is what i need to have happen like this spell or this candle whatever is for this like i am trying to rid myself of x y and z and i will do a, like so i'll get the candle going and the spell started and then i will immediately go and cleanse my house once the candle's up the cleansing starts period yeah um yeah uh i just it it, it, for me it is like a spell cleanse go and then i just leave the candle going for the duration obviously of the wax and that is for me you know that extra juice (laughs) 
delicioso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about I, you? Um, I do black like little chime candles and I'll do like a banishment symbol on them if it's for like a spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also a big believer in like if you feel like there's a negative something negative like attaching to you or anything like that is to take a salt bath and not just like and then also dumping some charcoal in the bath to draw mm. you know draw whatever it is out i use and doing that whole instead of charcoal oh i like that too yes please. And, and, and bonus tips it makes your skin feel amazing <laughs> <laughs> And then I also do the whole, you know, the salt water on the four corners of the house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I do. I think that that makes sense. And I mean, I don't know. I think that I think that everybody's got their own sort of little rituals for stuff like that. And I do think mm-hmm. it would be very interesting to hear what you guys do in terms of your protection in situations like that, where it's like a pinch oh no mm-hmm. I got something <laughs> uh, I think that'd be really interesting and I know that uh, doing protection magic maybe isn't the most glamorous but I think it's important <laughs> mm-hmm. it's oversought it's oversought oversight it's like birth control it's just like yeah. birth control I mean yeah 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 it's not fun to remember to take that little pill every day, but it's that <laughs> or a little whoopsie baby. <laughs> yes, so protect yourselves, please. Let's please. do that. And I really would like to hear other people's, like, uh, what they do in terms of a pinch. I think that'd be fun. Maybe I'll make a post on Instagram and you guys can reply to it because I think that'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. We could talk about it. And it, it would, would be, be really fun. cool to see what other people do. And maybe you guys can grow from that. Yeah. Get some new ideas. What's that thing that Maria says at the beginning of the tarot section every time? Hearing other people's perspectives helps us grow in our own practice. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So maybe we'll do a little post on that. Um, I think that would be really fun. It'd be cool to hear your guys' perspective. So come share with us. Come, children, share with us. (laughs) Oh my God. So, Robin, what is <laughs> so, Robin? What is stirring your cauldron right now? Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> that was so so sexy. Thanks. That was like your like most phone sex operator like voice to date. Like. Yay! Uh, <laughs> snaps for Maria, everyone. <laughs> um, what is stirring my cauldron right now? Uh, by the way, somebody pointed out to me on Twitter. I don't remember who. Somebody pointed out to me that the stirring, not stirring, sounds like a sex innuendo, and then we do the sex voices over it. And I just want that person and anybody else who's had that thought to know. That's like the whole fucking point. Anyway. 
Um, yeah, that's the joke. Um, welcome to the party game. It's witchcraft. It's- I mean, it's very sexy. It's very sexy. If you did not know. <laughs> So what is stirring my cauldron this week is the fact that fall is here and not just fall is here. And like, because I know that, you know, fall has technically been here for a few weeks, but it's starting to actually feel Mm -hmm. like fall where I'm at. It's been raining. Mm -hmm. Like I went for a walk with my husband and baby this morning. It was sprinkling and it's like been cool and cold at night and the leaves are starting to change. Uh, the pepper plant that we had that produced so many peppers, I brought them to Oregon to give to J. Allen Cross when I met up with them, mm-hmm. and I forgot them in my car. That pepper plant has died, okay? Um, it's just like <laughs> fall is here, okay? And I am here for it. I'm very excited. I know you guys know that I love fall, and I love spooky season, but it actually now feels like fall, and considering where I live mm-hmm all summer it was nothing but smoke like you i think we saw the sky like five times all summer um it's just been a really nice change that like i can see the sky it's all crisp and cold and it's not 117 degrees while you're breathing like nothing but smoke it's been really nice Mm -hmm. so i'm so jealous i mean it's getting cooler here and it's it's southern fall but it's still nice (laughs) (laughs) but i am excited about it too like and especially you know halloween and Samhain, all the fun things it's so exciting i know i'm so jazzed about it so that is where i'm at right now i am loving Mm -hmm. it i've already i even looked for like a new hoodie and stuff this year like i am I'm living for it. So I am just really jazzed and I'm glad that I'm glad that falls falls here. <laughs> mhm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> So Maria, what's not stirring your cauldron right now? So sexy. So beautiful. <laughs> I tried to match your energy. It's never going to work. <laughs> sure, well, we'll be phone sex operators together. Thanks, Mom. Best I knew friends. I'd make you proud. I knew I'd make you proud somehow. <laughs> okay. So it is 2021, and we should not be still talking about spirit animals and vision quests in books no no as no, no. Well, you should preface as white people <laughs> as white people like white people shouldn't be educating white people on how to do this act that is native for native americans like no 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 like i just i cannot believe that i don't know i recently got a book i'm not gonna say which book it was but just please read over your books and make sure they like if you see something in a book like that that author is apparently super disconnected 
from like on just the overall community right now and of you know social aspects right now yeah it's just so problematic and we shouldn't be doing that Mm-mm. yeah very bad gang very I not just, good yeah. <laughs> And it ruins, like, an overall great book. And then you get to that one part, and you're like, what? (laughs) What year is it? Come on! Are you kidding me? Uh, Do you remember in Jumanji when Robin Williams comes out and he goes, what year is it? Um, (laughs) That's me. That's you. Oh, but it's it's no longer 2000s, early 2000s, where we can be ignorant to this stuff. This stuff is so well known right now. Like there is there are absolutely no excuses. Um, I'll be honest, it's pretty disappointing, actually, when uh, publishing houses are not vetting shit like that. And I don't even mean vetting it like somebody in the publishing like editing standpoint when it's coming from a pagan publisher somebody in those steps should have said you want to maybe reconsider this (laughs) somebody should have exactly and they're just like like, fuck it leave it in why not (laughs) i just uh i just i don't know i don't understand how that stuff can slip in i mean i you know just me writing my own stuff. I am so careful about the stuff that I write that I couldn't imagine just being like, this is fine. Let's just, it's fine. Even as an editor reading it. Oh, it's fine. Just leave it in there. It's going to do so well. Yeah. (laughs) Evil. That is a nefarious (laughs) act. (laughs) Not good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (sighs) So, if you have just joined us, uh, every single week we talk about creators that we're loving right now. This could be social media platforms, businesses, books, art, photography like it doesn't matter if we found it and it's a creation we like it these are organically found please do not send us messages asking to be features on here and on that note i'm specifically looking at the account that dm'd us i think it was two days ago that just said hi coffee (laughs) (laughs) what like coffee what name of coffee and cauldrons I literally laughed so fucking hard. Go to our DMs. <laughs> it's on Instagram. It says, hi, coffee with a heart. And I'm like, tell me. You Have you not listened to us? <laughs> Telling me. Uh, so, yeah, that made me really laugh. I think it's in request. Yeah, it is. It's the third one down. It's from two days ago. Oh, yep. I see it. Hi, coffee. <laughs> so... Yes, oh, publicly no. ridiculing you on the podcast now. That's how this is. This is how this is going. <laughs> oh, uh, so that being said, <laughs> now that we've gotten that little fun tidbit out of the way, Maria, who are you loving right now? So I am loving actually a little South Carolina business. They're called Southern Curiosities and they make like, you know, 
are you, those little displays with like cicadas, dragonflies, bees, like all the insects and stuff like that. And I recently got a damselfly from them. And oh, it's so beautiful. They put them like this little, um, oh my God, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but tranium, tranium, whatever little thing. Oh, tr- uh, tra- terrarium. Terrain, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can speak, anyways. <laughs> um, but just her displays are so beautiful they're and so, so well pretty. made. Yeah, you know what I was gorgeous. just thinking, looking at these. You know how I've told what? you my plan for Smokeball's bedroom when we move. How uh-huh. fitting would these be for that? One hundred percent. Oh my like, gosh, one hundred percent. Well, I found but... some stuff I'm buying. <laughs> it's just they're so beautiful and i'm really excited to maybe get a cicada from them sometime because i love cicadas so cute you love cicadas (laughs) i love them every time summer comes around they're the one thing that makes summer fun because they're they're so loud and like i don't know they're like it it's relaxing it's like turning on white noise outside you're the first person I've ever heard. Now, I've never seen cicadas. I've never been around them. I'm from California. We don't have them. Okay. They're huge. You're the only person I've ever heard say out loud, I like cicadas. So I'm really? going to trust you. I'm going to trust you on this. They're amazing. I love them. They're all like screaming to be mated. <laughs> they're, screaming. they're outside going during the summer. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they're doing. <laughs> we hear them in the summer. And I love it. I love that energy. <laughs> oh my God. That's so oh, funny. So. <laughs> Who have you been well, loving? Mine is not like horny cicadas. Um <laughs> Mine is a artist whose username is Stephanie.artdesign. And actually, they have some, like, I, I guess they're kind of like taxidermy, like, things as well, like mm-hmm. skulls with butterflies and stuff, which are really cool. But the reason so that cool. I found them was they've done this, like, little series of sheet ghosts. And it's really cute. It's like they've done like a wallpaper. They painted like a wallpaper and then they painted a sheet ghost on top of like a semi-transparent paper of some kind and put it Mm -hmm. over it. So it gives it this kind of (sighs) foreground, background situation, but it's really subtle and cute. And I just think they're super cute. Like the little ghoulies, they're so cute. And they've got like a a wood carving that they did also of a sheet goes and as we all know after my sheet goes family photo shoot i'm very into sheet goes right now and i just thought it was so cute it is so cute and so cute oh my gosh so yeah that that's who i'm loving right now definitely not as horny as maria's but i'm definitely keeping an eye on that chop because it is lovely cute (laughs) thank you all for joining us this week we hope that we will see you on friday october 29th for the 19th episode of this season we are going to have a special guest for Samhain, jessica jessica oh my god jessica (laughs) (laughs) 
Epic of the What's Up Weirdo podcast and of Magic Brows. You can keep an eye out on our Instagram or on our Twitter, and you can find all of these by accessing our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com. Or even better, you can join us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your questions in our part two next time. You'll even get to hear our lovely, sexy, sensual, definitely perfectly enunciated voices for an additional (laughs) 30-minute episode for being on the Patreon's casting tier and up. So, again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin from Out of Tired Witch on Instagram. And I'm Maria from Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Are you ready? Yes. All right. One. One. Two. Two.